You are now stepping into the mystical, magical portal of the Conscious Money Creation Podcast with Jude Hotep, all about this wild soul journey, mindset, and money. Episode number eight, coming to ya. What's happening? I'm Jude Hotep. I am the Conscious Money Coach. I am your sacred Sherpa on this wild soul journey. So this episode is called Soul Rebel. And once upon a time, there was a wizard. And he turned himself into a cow. He's just curious what that would be like. Just wondering, you know, grass, pastures, wide open spaces. Just curious. And then he forgot he was a wizard. Just chewing grass, totally forgot. And his wizard friend had to come transform him back into a wizard. By doing your beautiful soul work, your beautiful masterpiece on this wild soul journey, one piece at a time, giving yourself that nourishing space and grace for the process to unfold more magically than you could imagine it. You not only live a more soulful, joyful life, but you shine your light for all the cows to find their wizard. The imposter syndrome, it comes up a lot in my practice with my clients and it really comes up when we're looking at other entrepreneurs or other people in the world And we're watching them doing their badass self and being their true self and being in their light. And it really triggers a lot of inferiority. And it's only because you know you have it in you too. You know that you're not a cow. You know you have your inner badass. You know you have your true self. You know you have your light to shine. And you're not. So that inferiority is not something you are doing wrong. And it's not wrong to even feel that way. It's just simply an indication light from your emotional system, your emotional dashboard saying, look, where is your lighthouse beam? There are boats looking for a shore that only you can illuminate. You know, where's your badass? (laughs) And you know, otherwise you wouldn't feel the imposter syndrome or inferiority or defensive you know you have it in you and you have a vision for your life you probably have the 27th or 27th hundredth iteration of that vision and it'll always keep evolving and growing and making money in your business and doing the work you do it's like building a house you have the original idea the original vision for it and then you can't get the tiles you wanted and then you end up finding way better tiles more beautiful you the the windows something was messed up with the order and now you end up having more windows more light and it it completely changes everything in this gorgeous way maybe you have to put a support wall up in this whole area and walls have to come down it has to be completely rearranged but now you have a garden you can put in and if you resist all of that you know, change and, and chaos and the unknown and shifting and the the need to adapt to the changing field around you. If you resist all of that, you don't let it unfold even better than you could have imagined. And I'm just, 
asking you, can you let yourself be in the wonderment of your current place with your business and your life? Letting go of the expectations on yourself of perfectionism as you are building the house of your vision, gathering your support beams of people and tribe that uplift you and accept you, surrounding yourself with people that really see you. Our vision is going to be redefined naturally by life, by our experiences, and if we let go of the judgments on ourselves, it is this beautiful unfolding and it can invigorate you. I used to use my vision to kick my own ass, and many of my clients do this. So many of us do this, right? So many of us use our vision unconsciously and keyword unconscious. <laughs> this is all about conscious money creation, right? Looking to how far we have to go Instead of using our vision, the other side of the coin, as this exciting fuel for what we're creating. So it's just the same coin, two sides. And the vision being that fuel to create piece by piece, step by step, your vision, the beautiful masterpiece calling you forward. You all know Michelangelo. He said that he saw the sculptures in the marble and he simply carved them out. He just carved the marble away. He knew it already existed within it. And there was this this time where people counted on the five o'clock news. And maybe some people out there still do, but but it's you know, it's kind of a bygone era, right? In a way. And but people counted on the morning news or the five o'clock news or the PM, you know, people counted on these things and it was reliable and it was consistent. And when you think about your business, think about the support and the upliftment that you bring when you're putting out your work and your services and your content and let that and let that, you know, be your encouragement to keep shining your light. And to step beyond, you know, this inferiority and the imposter syndrome, connect to that, connect to how much people count on that support and that upliftment and that encouragement in their lives daily and weekly. We all know the different pieces of of business to do, but knowing that conceptually and really connecting in to how much, if you think about something that you need in your week, and it just really... As a, as a bummer when you don't have that, you know, there's, you need that piece of support for you in your week, whether it's a book or someone's channel or someone's podcast or someone's um, post on social media, whatever that is for you, you're that for somebody else. And can you allow the inferiority when other people are shining so bright in their badassery and in the mastery of their craft to show you the indication of you knowing that inside you is the same thing, yelling, let me out. We have the knowledge. We know what to do. And getting coached on this is so powerful because it's coaching is a detangler for your soul. It's a detangler for your brain, removing what limits you, removing what holds you back. The Cypress Hill song, gone insane, got no brain. It's more like got too much brain going very mad here. You know, it's like this beautiful journey. Some of these things like imposter syndrome, inferiority complex, the defensiveness that comes up, the chip on the shoulder, these things constrict us in, shut us down. And some of these ideas, they're just such judgments on ourselves. Already something's coming up inside of you to tell you something. It's simply information, however painful, that there is this added layer of judgment that we then add to it, right? That you add to it. Now you're wrong because you're jealous or, 
or whatever it is. What if none of that is even true at all? It's simply a very palpable, it's a very painful indicator light to connect with that part of you that knows that you're not a cow and that part of you that longs to color outside the lines. To do your unique vision and your unique wild soul journey when you're feeling inferiority or or the imposter syndrome, immediately turn that self-judgment into the recognition that your soul is just wanting to create. And it's not anything anyone else could create. It's always right there for you. It's always inside of you. These things are inner guidance system and it's trying to get your attention. And the reason it is in this painful signal, this painful form is because it tried to get your attention other ways. And that's just a matter of growing in our consciousness you know, the the less painful ways is when we have that greater connection to our soul journey and it becomes, the signals become less painful. But this painful inferiority signal is because the amperage behind it, it's palpable. It hurts because you know it's not true and you can use that to fuel your actions in your business. The immediate thing most people do when this comes up is to avoid it, push it down, you know, TV, false pleasure, escapism, over social, overeating, or there's a defensiveness and going into negative emotional dream spells that you walk in for days or weeks until you kind of come to again. And when you can catch that and say, whoa, you know, this isn't me. There's, there isn't something wrong with me. It's just a very loud signal. It's a foghorn. It's a foghorn alarming to the truth of your own light. You know, it's that very painfully compelling (laughs) thing inside you to go within and take a closer look at why this bothers you. And is that because you know you got it within you too? You got something to say, something to make, something to create, to write, to video about. You have people to love more. There are services you offer. There is often just so much pressure to get to the goal and the destination, looking at everyone around us, that false measuring stick. And one thing to understand, this will help you so much, is that when you look around at all of the other entrepreneurs or people out in the world doing their craft and their mastery, they're your colleagues. They're not your audience. Think about and focus on who is your audience and who you are affecting out in the world that counts on you and that needs you. And if you think about being on some desert journey across dunes of sand in the hot sun and there's this traveler and he has a pack and he's a walking stick tucked into it and at different intervals, different people kind of trail up and wander onto his journey and they have their experience together and then those same people kind of drift away at different times and you're walking on this journey and you're trailing him and you're not behind him. You are simply on a whole different journey. Yours begins and ends and goes from desert to ocean and back again, and it's unfolding. And the other light worker has their individual beginning and end and stops and headings along the way. But you guys can chit chat while you're nearby. One journey is not better than the other. Conceptually, we understand this idea of self-care, of giving ourselves self-care and space, but we really don't do this in a spirit-driven very nourishing, very intentional, conscious way due to the programming of the societal metronome. 
by bringing awareness and noticing that it is there, the societal metronome, noticing that it's in the background, you begin to retune your inner sundial to be in the fluidity of the process of life. So many of us only trust what's hard and what's stressful. And just really question that. Think about how much sense that makes. Or is it just the conformity of what you've seen and heard and followed, you know, throughout your life off and on, usually because we're community creatures, we crave that intimate, deep connection. And so, of course, we've, we follow the herd at different times in our lives and, and, and maybe all along. And it, but doing things the try hard way, what sense does that really make if you tune, if you tune in? The word masterpiece is so beautiful. To become masterful, you do many pieces of work. Think about this. Isn't that so fun? So Michelangelo also said, he said, if people knew how hard I worked to get my mastery, it wouldn't seem so wonderful after all. Meaning he did many, 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 so many pieces to gain mastery, to make masterpieces and to be his own masterpiece himself. And that all unfolded over decades and years on his wild soul journey, using someone else's work and their shining light against your own value and merit only because... It is a very compassionless, you know, it's very compassionless to you. And only because this is, you see it, you see it around you. But again, it's not your audience. And so many entrepreneurs seeing that beauty and excellence of other people around them misunderstand that signal of imposter syndrome and perfectionism. It is signaling that we have to make many pieces to gain our mastery. And we do it by taking the handcuffs off of how it should look based on someone else's unique way of doing it. I know for me, I have to just throw shit at the wall. It depends on what it is. But I often with things, I have to throw shit at the wall and I have to see what sticks. And I've done that with my website. And it's just this very out loud work in progress. And I'm just living with it that way. Um, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it being published. I'm okay with constantly changing it and getting it to some spot that is good and, and just kind of living with it out in the world so I can feel that energy and then see what I want to tweak. And it's okay that your business doesn't look the way anyone else's does. And Malcolm Gladwell's work, you've got to have heard about this is 10,000 hours theory that it takes 10,000 hours to, to get to mastery, right? And it's about five years at max hours in if you, you know, sleep, if you eat, shower, those things. <laughs> so instead of letting imposter syndrome be a reason to not make a piece, what if instead you gave yourself the space and grace to learn That is why so many of my clients report being disconnected from making a million dollars. What if you have time for the indigenous heartbeat of the unique and unfolding and growth of your business and the way that looks and you just know that the time is rolling out in front of you? There's really no time. It's one piece at a time, one piece, step by step. What if you were just a kid and you had a crayon? And you didn't have to color inside the lines. There was one page you colored and then another and then another. And like a child, you simply enjoyed, created, explored. You let your curiosity expand. 
applying that to your life and to your business, what if that's all you really needed was to know it's just, it's okay to just let go of all of it, to let go of the ocean whirlpool of expectation and self-judgment. You get to have latitude and the dignity of your divine timing of your beautiful light work. And you do have what you need when your wild soul is leading rather than your mind. The mind is going to offer you reasons why it won't work. It's going to offer you things like it can't be done and that you need to hurry up. This is what the mind does. The thing is you have already tried it that way. You've already tried it that way. And for how long? You know that side of the coin. Why not try at least an experiment? Try the other side. Color outside the lines. You know, color outside the lines in creating each chapter of your book, in creating each video or social media post, in each errand or task with your kids. What if it could look exactly the way that was fun and exactly the way that was joyful for you and it didn't look like someone else's life at all? Your mind will tell you that you won't belong. And that's coming from fear, of course. But you will belong with other heart-centered people that are living their unique business that doesn't look like anyone else's either. And that's where you'll belong. You will belong where everyone is supporting each other to be in their true self. The willingness to give yourself freedom rather than limitation, that willingness... There is really a difference between time that you steal from yourself, where you don't feel nourished afterwards, where you are appeasing yourself but calling it self-care. It's a big difference between that and being in a flowy allowance of what you need to nourish your soul to be able to do your work in your business from a different emotional space completely and completely connected with yourself and with spirit, completely in this soul food for the palate of your business and life place. So what does this actually look like if you have kids and commitments and you're doing your schedule? So I have one client, she, you know, blocks off two hours in the morning and that's non-negotiable, uninterruptible time for her. And she does whatever she wants, writes and meditates and journals and, and, um, I think writing and journaling might be similar, um, reads and does these soul nourishing things for her. For me, it's no appointments before noon. I tried that. I did that. So many people want to schedule at 10, 11 in the morning. Um, but I don't feel nourished and taken care of when I do that. And when I schedule before noon, so I just don't do that. And it took some time to experiment with it a little bit and go back and forth on some things, but Ultimately, I found that I need that time for other things in my business and for myself to really show up the way I want to show up to my appointments and my clients. And so that's the way it looks in tangible, uh, touchable form. But what does it look like if you have you know, your schedule and commitments and you're going to stick to that schedule or maybe you're going to start experimenting a little bit and start poking holes in it and just seeing what's possible for you, but you still have this kind of set schedule or blocks. So what does this look like? So there's two secrets to this. And one is the time clock, the driver behind you, you know, is it this external time clock or is it your indigenous rhythm instead? The one that goes along with spirit, the one that's on spirit time, the one that's on your soul's time. 
what's that driver behind you? What's that energy pushing you? You know, is it always looking at the clock, always looking at the schedule? Is it just not where you can be at peace and and allowing inside yourself? Or is it this rushed going just pace, this kind of this ever, you know, it's it's like a ticking or like the metronome, like to 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 you know, it's that kind of vibe that you feel inside yourself and that you feel externally driving you. So that's one thing. And then the, and then the internal part of that, you know, what's the internal piece, the energy you show up to everything with an hour can expand beautifully when you can show up free flowing, at least with the energy inside yourself. And so if it sounds like, how do I do this? You know, what are you asking me to do? Are you kidding me? You know, just experiment with it. See if you can start poking holes and what you've already been doing and what you've tried and see if you can see if there's space and room or when it happens to flow for you and just experiment with it. Just try it. Try different ways to walk into that hour block of your schedule and be with that time. Can you connect more into the present moment? Can you breathe more? And it's really different than all the ways to say it. It's more of allowing it all to be okay. You know, allowing yourself to be okay with being five minutes late. It's not that you want to be, but when it's okay, then your internal rhythm lets you know, hey, it's about time to go. And you were able to be free form all up to that point. So there's just more soul nourishment and more freedom and relaxation in the moments. And that's, you know, these two things are things that you can try and experiment with in your schedule to bring this in and to see what can be possible for you there. There's so much more possibility there than you could even imagine, but you have to experiment and try it and kind of work with it and play around. It took me probably eight months to play around with my schedule before I found something that was really soul nourishing to me um, and really felt unconfined and it it took a lot of iterations a lot of them and so it might be something that takes some time and for me like I gotta play I found this word the other day frolicsome I did not know this word existed how did I not know this frolicsome so like I always feel like this so I'm glad to know there's a word (laughs) it's probably just one of my natural natural feelings inside and you know I want to do handstands I'm a hand balancer and I want to laugh and I want to talk about deep interesting things long time and growing up most of my life I wasn't seen for me and people around me you know it was I was too much or I was annoying or whatever triggered them inside you know and and was projected out and when we're kids we're not able to leave those tribes for for soul nourishing tribes that would be more kindred and so then we grow up thinking we have to work it out with whatever people we end up around and that is you know marley's song that would be marley comma bob in his song soul rebel he says you're not living good if pardon me he says if you're not living good you got to travel wide and I always got what he meant. I always got that. But then I I got it in a different way one day. And I was like, oh my gosh. You know, when people are 
just having so much challenge right now and not around people that really see them and get them and can receive their humor or their wit or how they show up in the world and can really appreciate who they are and vice versa. And that really important, um, beautiful community vibe that we do for each other, right? When we really can all be accepted by each other rather than triggered by each other, right? And I I did travel earlier on in my life. I lived in nine states and probably maybe more. And I've been to about 38-ish or more. And I definitely listened to my heart and, you know, and followed that and traveled all over and found a ton of different people. But I felt, looking back, I feel like I was a missionary of light or something. I was just put in these interesting situations with people for a moment in time. And it's like they needed some lighthearted soul you know to be around and then something would happen and be off on my way somewhere else but you know in this time it was about five years ago or something that really started shifting but I had to be willing to change things up and go into different groups and even recently with business you know I started trying other groups and trying other places and different platforms and and different spaces and um and really being unwilling to be around you know, people in areas where it just wasn't where my heart particularly belongs. Um, nothing, they weren't right, wrong, good or bad. And, and, but it was just, it wasn't a click. It wasn't a fit. And I really wanted to be around people that I felt seen. I felt received, you know, I could be my goofy fun self and people laughed and enjoyed it. <laughs> and how, whoever they were and showed up, you know, I would enjoy it. So where, where is that for you in your life where you can color outside the lines? Where is it that you can start making pieces of your work using your vision to buoy you instead of burdening you? How can you give yourself the latitude and grace to just be? You know, and especially finding those soul nourishing people to be around. And so you can work on each individual piece of your masterpiece. One by one, free as a kid, drawing a rainbow. And what if your masterpiece is the whole, the whole you, your true self, expressing yourself through your creations and through your business, dancing your way along this wild soul journey. I am sending you so much love. I hope you have a beautiful day and I will talk to you next time. You have been listening to the Conscious Money Creation Podcast with Jude Hotep, all about wild soul journey mindset and money and if you would love to invest in your soul and yourself and get some nourishment for you head on over to lifecoachjude.com book a free coaching session we'll work together and then we can discuss if this wild soul coaching journey is right for us and that is lifecoachjude.com mm-hmm.